Hello and welcome to Be One, Be You. This is Ayana Lahi, creator and founder of Spirit Gateways. I'd like to jump into our topic today of recovering the loss of family boundaries within yourself. Family systems create our world. The family system that you have been raised in is what builds the foundations of your emotional self in the world. We live in a global culture that defines our presence with ourself and with others based upon where we come from, the values that we are raised in, the color of our skin, our religion, and our family structure is usually what holds together both the pain and the pleasure of our experience of life. This is both truly a gorgeous gift and also sometimes a noose around our neck to advance, to spiritually grow, to define ourselves, to come into the opportunity fully realized of who we are here to be in our lifetime. When we approach our lifetime from a perspective that we are here to awaken and to see clearly the lessons that we must learn through our responses, reactions, projections, perceptions of ourself and of life and of God's source throughout lifetimes, we're in this lifetime for a different purpose. And this one focused purpose helps us to step into the clarity and the power of true focus. In all meditation practices around the world, all prayer practices that are truly one with God, help to subtly refine one's mind and heart focus into the source of the one. How does this connect to the loss of family boundaries and how to restore them within you? How do you recover the loss of yourself that has happened through a family dynamic that is unknown to the family, but sometimes recognized and ignored. That recognizing and ignoring is called denial. Here is a bunch of examples. You might know of someone who you've been part of their life, who's gone through this. You have your own most unique and tender story. A mother emotionally lives through her son, and the internal structure, what makes up the fabric of the family unit, is for the son to fulfill the mother's emotional unmet needs. A daughter is born to a mother 
who doesn't have the bandwidth, time, interest, or heart connection to her to really show up for her. She, the daughter, discovers that she can get a lot of attention through manipulating the family to put their attention on her. It helps to fill the hole within her. She never really outgrows the pattern and stays with it for multiple decades. A son, who was the firstborn, has been manipulated and controlled by a father who has very strong political beliefs and thinks that his perspective is correct. He builds himself up to be someone special to cover up his own sense of unworthiness and discomfort with himself. His son is never given the connection that he really needs. The son grows up to find his own way of separating from himself because this is what his father has taught him. The internal connections in the family create the boundaries of the misuse or the correct use of energy. Energy can be seen, felt, and tangibly touched with the senses. When the senses close down in you, in any one of us, we're not able to feel the energy. We repress the energetic into our own body. Most likely the emotional body where you're not able to feel the actual pain that the family boundaries are creating. Perhaps you have a parent or had a set of parents or grandparents based upon an old world school of thought that's been passed down from generation to generation where the child or adult child is not heard. You're expected to do it the parent's way. And that creates boundaries that limit the expression and the self-discovery of the child or adult. When we are the effect of the loss of family boundaries, we hold ourselves back in order to fit into the family structure. And we make use of the family structure to define who we are. So if you're resonating with this, or you know someone who you watch suffer, know that it's connected to what we fit ourselves into, because it's how we are taught biologically on a physical, spiritual level to define ourselves and to find our own identity. Perhaps a young boy's mother is becoming ill, and the mother says, look out for your sister. And the young boy takes that to heart. And because of the male warrior archetype within him, he wants to save his sister. And in his head, he gets glued to that. He lives in that self-identity 
of having to save women. But he doesn't save his own feminine because his own feminine has been squashed, repressed, and pushed down. Then, as a man, he enters into a relationship with a woman who has a fiery spirit. And she's worked her whole life to bust through the limitation boundaries of her family and wants a true relationship of divine connection. Because this man, who is the hero archetype, wants to be the hero in his own self without his own pictures and identifications with the role he plays, he can't handle the thought. It brings up too much pain to have to let go of a role that he's been playing. How does he reclaim his boundaries? He has to be willing to really find who he is and release himself of the role that he's been playing. So he's creating a new boundary within himself. The boy man who was raised by a father who put out, put forth his own dominating thoughts about the world, religion, politics onto his son, the son must grow up into the man who can redefine his own boundaries that he was taught in his family to basically not argue back, not stand up. He has to find his own masculine energy within himself by breaking through the boundaries that constricted him. So we want to look at boundaries as being limiting, limiting and also resourceful and healthy. Because when you create healthy boundaries and you actually say no, you begin to redefine yourself. But when you're in battle with the part of yourself who doesn't want you to change because you are serving the ego in yourself, that's when you can get in emotional hardship within yourself. Your emotional hardship within yourself is the battle that's within you. So you're actually living out the battles in the family that originated with their particular power struggles within themselves that are then put into the family structure to hold. So you want to pay attention, become aware of, open the door to the power struggles that were in your family that you became a part of, whether you became the savior, the rescuer, the hero, the servant to, the fix-it, where you are now dependent upon the unhealthy boundaries of a family structure, of your family structure, to define your own identity. Who are you without the attachments in the family circle, the inner family unit? There are expectations of how you respond to life circumstances, life situations. The underlying theme that's so important for our global culture to awaken to, on an individual level, is how power is used and abused. The family structure is the structure that condones, it accepts, 
oftentimes the misuse and the right use of power. I have heard thousands of stories of individuals in a family unit questioning the acceptable thought system of the family that usually goes back through generations. They can be traced through persecution, through abuse, through financial, emotional, hardship, relocation, the loss of a family line, the loss of a matriarch or a patriarch, difficulties with transitions of any kind, the internal family structure can lessen your ability to have an impact in the world or strengthen it. The battles, the questionings, the sorrows that are part of your life, part of your matrix, are the fuel, are the magnifying glass into your God self within you. And we're taught through religions and spiritual teachings and paths to bypass them. What I'm wanting to share with you is the power, the true power of the love within your soul that is regained through recovering the loss of who you are that are created through the family structure, the infrastructure. The most extreme example of this on an archetypal level is war. The invasion of one country invading another is an archetypal representation of the family system. The masculine mind is separate from the cause and effects of the earth, the people, the hearts and the souls of lives. It's separate from the oneness of God. That oneness, as I've shared in previous podcasts, is made up of the feminine and the masculine. Another story, another example. Growing up, a boy does not feel safe being the intellectual, emotional, vibrant, spiritual self that he is. Similar to the example of the father who overtakes the boy's own development of his own mind and imposes certain ideas and concepts, not allowing the boy's whole self to develop. The boy leaves his own masculine self and identifies with his ego self to handle and take care of him. The ego is the one who is connected, in this case, with succeeding in the world. And so anything that's keeping the ego from succeeding in the world, he's going to find fault with. He's not open like a feminine part of him, like a, the feminine essence is very open. When we're really connected, whether we're in a masculine male body or feminine female body, the feminine is an open, fiery, watery, expansive, air expansive 
earth, deep, wide, wow, big space. So this young boy connects with women very easily, always a little apprehensive, not wanting to get hurt. It's similar to the boy who was asked by his mother to take care of his sister. That's part of the structure of the family. His self-boundaries are created by how well he does that. He begins to live through, for example, a sister because his mother is unavailable. Another family boundary is where the boy is trained to live through the mother. He's not taught to listen to his own self. He's taught to listen and obey and frame his own boundaries of who he is with life based upon how he's fulfilling and meeting up to the expectations, needs, psychological unspokens, sometimes spokens of the child. So to recover who you are, you want to go through the pain in your heart and ask yourself how you gave yourself away, how you made your life dependent upon the structure that you're being trained in and go from the lower state of consciousness of ultra attachment to the herd instinct and move into your individual instinct and find that light within your hurt. You look deep enough, you open deep enough and you find the you that was ABR'd, abandoned, betrayed, or rejected by yourself or someone else, and you reclaim that part of you, and you awaken and rebirth the light that is inside of you. So for a moment, just invite light to flow in from the top of your head, down into your third eye, in the middle of your forehead, right above your eyebrow line about an inch and a half to two inches up from that eyebrow line if it went across the top of your nose and as you bring light into your third eye look into your heart and embrace your heart and hold yourself give yourself permission to create a structure that's based upon principles that are of you becoming one with you of you becoming one with Source, God, Creator, and to embrace and hold your family structure. Embrace and hold them as you step out of it. So you're not closing the door to it, but in many family structures and boundaries, abuse is part of the agreement. And it's I've noticed that over the years of working with individuals and groups and one-on-one situations, how difficult it is to recognize when you're being abused. So the best and fastest way is to write 
with your right hand, left hand, and ask yourself the question with your writing hand to the part of you that is shut down. How were you abused? How can I support you? What can I do to show up? And you want to stay with the topic, the theme of the person you're most attached to in your family and uncover how that person has abused you by putting you into a family structure to meet its needs while you have lost your own needs. Your new internal family structure of your new relationship with your inner self, which includes finding an inner loving mother, your inner loving father, your inner loving child, and you bringing them together. You can think of it by bringing all these parts of yourself around a bonfire that you've built by hand, building a circle with stones and starting a fire, and then inviting these aspects of you to come together with love, honoring the hurt, and knowing that through the hurt is the awakening. May your awakening in this moment, in the days ahead, be fruitful and joyful. And may the internal strives open and blossom into greater joy and love. Thank you so very much for joining with me. I'd love to invite you to check out my website, ayanalehi.com, I-A-N-A-L-A-H-I.com. And please, if you haven't yet, subscribe into the email list so that you can be kept up with and informed of all the different free courses, free events that are being offered, and all of the very profound courses that are um, called the Spirit Gateways Deepenings Courses and our signature programs. So I'd love to get to know you more, to have you involved in the Spirit Gateways B community and sending you all my love. Have a really, truly beautiful rest of your day or evening. This is Ayana Lahee.